Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Uh, Jay Billis is with us now. He'll be there, and he will not have to sleep in a tent. College uh, game day on their way to Neville Arena, as he said on Twitter when he retweeted that tweet Jim is mentioning earlier today. The jungle is all caps legit. Welcome in, Jay. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing fantastic. We appreciate you coming on with us. It really has. It gets compared a lot to the uh, arena where you played your college ball in Cameron Indoor, and I don't know that you could give it higher praise than that. Yeah, um, the jungle is unbelievable. Um, I mean, I, it may even be louder at times than, than Cameron Indoor Stadium. Um, we've done games there uh, where you know Dan Schulman would lean over and say, I, I can't hear anything. Do you think we're going out over the air? Because um, we're right, you know, right in front of the student section. It, it is a loud, intimidating place to play. But what really makes it is the team. I mean, yeah, it, it wouldn't be that hard of a place to play if the team weren't so good. And uh, and you know, Auburn. Uh, I think I, I I put Auburn and Houston as the two hardest playing teams in the in the country. They like they lead the nation at playing hard. And uh, and that that uh, that creates a lot of problems for opponents. It's really impressive to watch. Yeah. With that said, Tennessee impressive win last night, twenty nine on the road at Bud Walton. Auburn obviously the forty point win. Um, if you had to pick one of those teams to go the deepest in March, would you go Tennessee or Auburn? That's a tough question. I mean, Auburn. It depends on the draw, obviously, that they get and what happens in the bracket. But both teams are are really talented. You know, Tennessee, the one thing that they have that uh, that Auburn doesn't have is they have one player that you can put the ball in his hands and he can go get you a bucket. I mean, Dalton Connect is, is really, really talented. And I saw him play two, maybe two or three times when he was at Northern Colorado. And truthfully, the reason I, I watched him play was I was watching another player on the other team that was an NBA prospect. And, uh, and so I wasn't, I didn't really know much about Dalton Connect. And I, I watched him and thought he was good, but I didn't see this. And, you know, he's a first-round NBA draft pick. Um, but I, I think Auburn, if the two teams played on a neutral floor, um, I would probably favor Auburn a little bit just because of, of uh, you know, they're, they're incredibly balanced. And I think offensively they're actually a little bit better. You know, they're not – Auburn is, isn't like a knockdown team, but they shoot it well enough. And uh, and their schemes are so good, but the combination of of their their defense and offense, and then transition. I mean, all those things are connected. You know, your defense leads to transition. They're a really good rebounding team, and, but their depth is so good. And you know, they play so many different guys, and they keep coming at you. You know, it's like playing in a. I'm surprised that we don't have hockey rules where they can just climb over the wall and come in <laughs> with a, a, a change of ends. Because um, it feels that way to opponents, so there's never a drop off in intensity, and over the course of 40 minutes, that that really wears other teams down. And you know, the one thing, like if, if, if Auburn, it's not like Auburn's this high foul team, but because of the pace they play with and and how relentless they are, relentless can be really hard to beat. The less they foul, the the less chance the opponent has to catch their breath. Um, you know, putting teams at the free throw line allows the other team to breathe. And, uh, um, 
you know that that's that's sort of the only thing. I mean, Auburn's really really tough to deal with, especially there. And there's never been a year I can remember where getting a road win was harder than this year. Are most coaches comfortable like Bruce is playing ten or eleven, or do most coaches like having a little bit of a shorter rotation? Is that common for BP, and is that common for coaches? It's it, it's probably more common for Bruce than it is for some others um, because it's it's hard to if you want to maintain the kind of intensity that they play with, especially on the defensive end. Like you don't have to you don't have to usually uh, uh, get your you know motivate players to play offense. Uh, the the motivation comes in in doing the really hard stuff, which is playing defense because it's hard to get stops in, in basketball. Um, but to play with the kind of intensity that they want for forty minutes, you can't play the same five guys for extended periods. Um, they're going to be kind of letdowns, and uh, you know physically you can't do it. Physically and mentally, it's exhausting. So to have to have that many players, but mo- most most coaches can't do it because they don't have that many good players. And, and Auburn Scott, it's not like they have this collection of, of five-star superstars. They've got a collection of, of really good athletes and really good players that are accepting of, you know, the roles that makes the team good. And, and you know, that, it's not that the, they're role players, because sometimes you say role player and it, it sounds limiting, like they're a role player because they can't do certain things. You know, my belief is that uh, Auburn has roles, but they're 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 what the player accepts that the team is asking them to do to be the best they can be. Is that makes? I don't know if that makes sense. Yes. But, um, it's not a limiting thing, but you know, when you can when you can bring in different players that have different strengths and they play to those strengths together, it's a really powerful thing. And there, there's never a drop off. You know, it may happen in a particular game. Nobody's at their best all the time. But there's no drop-off in intensity generally with Auburn. And same thing with Houston. Um, and that relentless thing wears other teams down mentally. Um, and, and that leads to additional wins, in, in my view. I, I think that, that does happen. Jay Billis for a few more moments on the JohnsonRVCenter.com hotline. College game day coming to Auburn Saturday for the Auburn-Kentucky game. Uh, Jay Reese and the gang will be there. Uh, I mean, anytime one of the coaching pearls comes on this show or Nate Oates or Andy Kennedy or Bucky McMillan, I, I think almost every interview, Ken Palm gets mentioned at some point. So we're aware, Jay, of what the numbers say about Alabama's defense and the unlikely uh, nature or the, the, the unlikely scenario that they win a national championship with that defensive efficiency. When you watch Alabama, does it match what Ken Palm and, and all the experts seem to think about their defense? Well, I mean, the, you have to be a little bit careful with some of the analytics. Um, they're, they're, what the analytics tell you is what a team has done. It doesn't tell you what the team's capable of. So Alabama's offense is, is you know, top three or whatever it is, um, and they can score points in a hurry. Uh, their defense is probably ranked 50 or 60 spots below their offense, maybe, maybe a little bit more. But, um, you know, really through February to the end of the season, say they take a 15% jump. The question is, how does it trend from here? And uh, it, they're not going to be Auburn or Houston. You know, that, that they're not going to reach that level defensively. But if they, if they trend toward it and are, are rising as they get to the postseason, um, they can win this thing. They're good enough. And I tend to think this year, uh, especially – 
you better be able to score to win it. Um, it's not that you can give points away or trade baskets, but you better be able to score. You're not going to pitch shutouts every game in the tournament. Uh, you got to put points up, and, and Alabama can do that. But, you know, like there are a bunch of coaches out there that are kind of cool. Say, ah, I don't pay attention to analytics. Ah, kind of analytics guys, you know, like they're everybody's wearing, you know, uh, Coke bottle <laughs> glasses and doing it. They're really important because they, they tell the story. Like I like to be able to see it and then have the numbers back it up. And, uh, um, you know, Nate Oates, who you mentioned, I think is doing, if not, if not the best job, one of the best jobs of incorporating analytics into the way they do things. And, and you can see the results. They've been as good as anybody uh, since he's been there. Jay, the Kenny Payne era in Louisville has been a disaster. I guess that's putting it nicely, 12 and 45 in his second year overall right now. And I think both of these in-state coaches, Nate Oates and Bruce Pearl, are going to be names on a short list if, in fact, there is a move that is made at Louisville. Uh, you know, there was a time when you played, and even over the last 10 years or so, where UCLA, Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, Indiana, Duke, those were jobs no one would turn down. But how different is college basketball with the money you can make and teams like San Diego State and Florida Atlantic and Auburn a few years ago being able to get to a Final Four? Has that changed the mindset of guys jumping jobs? Maybe a little bit, um, but but I do think like when you mentioned Florida Atlantic or San Diego State, all that um, it, it, those are good programs, and I think can they do that again? Yes. Is it likely that they do it again? No, it's not. It, it, it it's easier to do it from a job like Ohio State or Louisville um, or, or some of the jobs you mentioned. Um, it's easier to do it. Um, you know the expectations are going to be higher, and the microscope is 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 bigger uh, in those jobs. So if you don't do it, um, they show you the door a little quicker. These <laughs> others, but uh, uh, you know it's it's the same thing in football. You know, you, you, Boise State has been really good, but um, you know I remember somebody somebody had mentioned when Urban Meyer was at Utah and they were really good. Uh, they were saying, you know, you can beat anybody at Utah. And he goes, yeah, we can beat anybody in a one-game scenario, but if you put these bodies into the SEC, week-to-week is going to be the problem. And that's when you see that, you know, some of the smaller conference teams that jump up to a bigger conference. It's not that they can't beat the best teams in the league. It's just that, that you know, going against the teams in the middle and the bottom uh, become the problem. And because uh, uh, you're playing against bigger bodies and better teams and all that, so you're going to you take more hits, and, and physically it's going to be more demanding. Doors for game day open at 9 a.m. down at Neville this Saturday morning in the Kentucky game. Jay will be part of that broadcast. Before you get out of here, man, uh, Samford and Bucky McMillan here in our town, when you see a coach like Bucky McMillan have great success at high school and then basically move across the street and do it in a basketball conference like the SOCON where they've won 23 of their last 24, what do you think of, of a job like that that Bucky's doing at a place like Samford? It's great. I, I think the best thing about it, and uh, similar with Josh Schertz at, uh, at Indiana State, um, who came from Division Two, or going back to Wisconsin when Bo Ryan was there. You know, he was a Division. You know, I can't remember if it's Division Two or Division Three at Wisconsin Platteville, where he won you know national championships. You know, you tend to think that you know major college jobs. Um, you know, you go with a guy who's had major college assistant uh, experience or something like that. It, it, it can seem like a closed community that um, coaching, you know, great coaches don't have level. You know, whether you're coaching in high school, some of the best coaches I've ever come across are high school coaches. 
um, it doesn't know a level. And so uh, I think it makes it um, hopefully eye-opening for ADs and search firms that there are really good coaches out there that you need to be aware of. Um, you know, it's not often you're going to be able to walk across the street from high school into college and get a job. Some some of that, you know, is is uh, is good fortune. But uh, you know, it shows that uh, that you don't have to take a certain route in order to make it in the business. Thank you very much for the time, Jay. Hope you enjoy your time in our state this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. The time change between Atlanta and uh, and Auburn is always my biggest challenge. <laughs> Short drive to lose an hour. That's right, yes. The sun will set earlier on you. Thank you, Jay. Uh, safe travels. Thank you. All right, take care, Jay, with us on the Johnston RV Center.com hotline. Jay Billis from ESPN. He, Reese, the gang will be there in Auburn Saturday.